It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French. Bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. And this show, I want to dedicate it to my first English teacher back in Paris, George Thomas Hautour, who, uh, with great patience, great sense of humor, <laughs> had to put up with me from the age, I think, of 11 to 17 and helped me tremendously to fall in love with the English language. So if I can do this show, if I can speak to you in English with even that thick accent, but in English, it's in big part because of George Thomas O'Toole. He's not here with us anymore, sadly, but I dedicate this show to my first English teacher. If you have a question for me in French or most likely in English, call me 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shanice. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shanice. What's I, going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, my question for you is this. I've been seeing this guy for about eight months. Uh -huh. um, everything was going well, you know, to me. Um, but then I was contacted by a woman who let me know that she has been dating him, too. She's in the city about two hours away, and she showed me a lot of proof. Now, he says that he stopped seeing her, you know, months ago, like when we first started seeing each other, um, but she says that he's been, you know, still contacting her, and she's been coming out here to see him. And I just don't know, should I believe her? Or should I believe him? Okay, that's a good question. So you saw proofs of what she's saying? Yeah, she has like, you know, pictures with him and everything. And kind of like dates when he told me like he had to work overtime so we couldn't get together. Or, you know, he was doing stuff with his son. Kind of match up dates she said that they were together. But he says they stopped talking like, you know, about a month into us dating, which is fine because him and I were just, like, not serious. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like, no, this is still going on. Like, he's still professing that they're in a relationship and they're together and he wants to get more serious with her. I see. Okay. You have a magic tool. You have an intuition, right? Mm-hmm. So in your intuition, you believe her, yes or no? I do believe her. I do. Okay. And do you believe he's lying? Yeah. I mean, if I believe her, then I have to believe that he's lying. Then that yeah. gives you the final question. Why would you want to stay with somebody who's doing this to you? You know, you're so right, Simon. I guess it's just, you know, the thing of like not wanting to be alone and feeling like I invested time into this. But You can't invest time making a mistake, so you, you, I know exactly. what I need to do. You know what you need to do because you can't invest time in wasting time. And when you date mm -hmm. the wrong person or somebody who doesn't have the same values or the same morals, same ethics, you really, you know, it's like losing money. You're investing on the wrong stock. It's the stock of right, love. Right, it's the same yep. thing. This, so, so that's not good. All right, Chinese, well, you know what to do. Good luck to you and uh, keep the faith for the next one. Absolutely. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Changing gears. Have you ever had a partner who likes to be all natural, if you get my drift, but all the time at home? And what can you do then? That question 
is coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question but can't dial in, just simply send me your question in an email at therendezvousshow.com. Miranda, what's going on with Rachel? Rachel says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rachel. I just moved in with my boyfriend, and I didn't realize it until now, but he loves to be naked. He does everything naked, including sitting on all of our furniture, and it kind of skeeves me out. I don't want to tell him what to do because he lives there too, but is there a nice way for me to suggest that he at least put some underwear on? Now that's a good question. What do you do if you have a partner at home who likes to be all natural all the time and you want it to stop? I'll tell you that next. What can you do if you just move with your new boyfriend and you just realize that he loves to be all natural, all naked, all the time. And he sits on furniture and, you know, you get my drift, so it really freaks you out. So, Rachel, here's what you can do, is tell him the truth with a good sense of humor. Said, listen, I just, I, I love you, I think you're wonderful, I love every part of you, but you're going to start to uh, dress up. What do you mean? I just, it, it's against, you know, uh, erotism. Because it's like having chocolate mousse, imagine if you like chocolate mousse, all over the place. On the couch, on the TV, on the fridge, on the kitchen counter, same thing. We can't have nakedness all the time, everywhere. It breaks the ooh-la-la between us. He'll understand, trust me. That is my advice, but no unspoken. Otherwise, you'll resent him. Thank you for your email, Rachel, and uh, I hope that helps you. You call that next on The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Robin. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you this evening? So my boyfriend and I have been dating for about seven months. And there's a lot of trust for the most part. <laughs> okay. Um, because, you know, we've both just been very much like, you know, you can always look at my email, my, my social media, my phone, my whatever. You know, we don't mind the other person going on there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other day he was going into an appointment where he couldn't take his phone. And so he gave it to me to hold for him. Um, and then he was acting kind of weird and was like, Oh, let me sign out of my social media, you know? And I thought, well, maybe he's joking around, but something made me feel like checking, which I never have before. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does have a friend who recently broke up with her boyfriend. And I guess she was complaining to him or whatever. Okay. Um, and he said to her that if he wasn't in a relationship and she hadn't friend-zoned him, um, he would be all up, you know, and then he used emojis to basically show a peach and a champagne bottle exploding and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that made me very uncomfortable. I haven't spoken to him about it. And I also feel guilty about even looking because that shows that, I had a moment of not trusting. Exactly. So yeah. the thing is, if I heard you correctly, you said that he texted that if he was not in a relationship, right? That's what he said. Right. Right. So, I mean, listen, if he was single, maybe, you know, yes, they could have attraction. We have to understand that it's not against you, Robin, because men, when they look at somebody, even if they love their wife, they might desire the person just based on looks and stuff like that. It's it's just the nature of the beast. So right. w- what I liked about your story was he said, 
if I was not in a relationship, well then, that make you feel safe. He is in a relationship right. with you. And I feel that he was honest with her. He was, you know, a bit silly to put the emojis, but men are silly. We are silly by nature too. And finally, I think that it's best not to talk about it with him because, you know, I'd rather you, you keep the trust now that you know there is nothing going on there. Just, okay, maybe he has a crush, maybe, but who doesn't have a crush in life? Truth is, he's with you, not with her. He's not lying. He's in a relationship. He's not cheating. So please right. really don't worry about it. It's it's not a liar. He's just a silly man being honest. Okay. That actually gives me a lot of relief. Good. Thank you so much for, for your call. <laughs> and, and please don't worry about it anymore. Okay. Merci. Now, question for you. How would you feel if your partner checks out other people in public? Let's talk about that next. I got to ask you this. How would you feel if your man, your partner, checks other people in public or on social media? Because my last caller, Robin, she was worried. She picked up on some social media of her boyfriend that he said to another woman, if I was not in a relationship, you know, maybe this and that. And I explained to her, and I want to make it clear, that it's okay to look. It's never okay to touch. That's the big difference. And I think we can also not be in denial that everybody looks all the time for a split second. This is not what I call abnormal or a problem in a relationship. And, and there's a big difference between the way men look and the way women look at other people. And I want to talk about that next so we have a better understanding of each other when it comes to looking at other people. So that's next. Honestly, have you ever, ever, while you were in a relationship, looked at another person with a smile, just even in your mind go, hmm, ooh, what a charming person. Or, there is a difference between us men and women, the way we look at, at, at that, because men are visual, and so we look all the time. We, we see somebody charming. It's, it's like seeing a little bit of the sunset. It's true. It doesn't mean we're going to cheat on you. It doesn't mean we're going to do anything. It doesn't mean we forgot about you. But visually, please understand that men look you know, at other people all the time. And we have to accept that. Don't be afraid of your partner looking at other people if he does it discreetly. Because everybody does it all the time. And I think it's fine if you do it discreetly as a gentleman. So that's my advice on this. Now, way more important, you calls are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cosette. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? Well, I have a situation uh, with my husband, and I'm trying to figure out what my next step should be. Uh, I think okay. he has a uh, gambling problem. Mm. Money is flying out of our account. Uh, he's constantly lying to me about where he's going, and I'm constantly finding receipts from the casino. Mm -hmm. And how long has it been going on? Uh, it's been it's been about a year now, and mm -hmm. I you know I just keep asking him to talk to me about it, and he's just like, oh, everything's fine. And then every time I look in our account. He's got a different excuse. Oh, I needed money for this. I needed money for that. You know, I, I had a situation recently where I almost couldn't pay 
uh, my mortgage. Mm-hmm. How can I get him to admit? Because this, I mean, this is really like a drug addiction. I just never thought I would find myself in 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 this place with him. Yep, uh, it is part of the addiction disease, uh, like drug, like alcohol, like others. Um, the thing is, first thing first, materialistically, you have to separate your bank account from his immediately so that you protect uh, your money and he can't have access to it due to his disease. So protect your income, protect everything legally, okay? Just open yeah. a different bank account, have your employer pays you in a different bank account he has no access to. That's number one. Okay. Number two, Cosette, you said it yourself, it's an addiction. Now... You know, I have enough friends at AA, and, and um, I've learned that they have to surrender when they're ready, when they touch bottom. You cannot uh, trust an addict because they are the biggest manipulator and liar in the world because they're ashamed of their addiction. So, you know, he's got to decide on his own because he's going to reach bottom, and then he's going to have to decide if he goes to meetings or if he goes to his shrink or therapist, but remember, it's not about you, it's a disease, and I think who, like us, are not addicted, cannot judge or, or decide what to do for somebody who's addicted, because it's a major disease, okay? Gotcha. Respect oh, the addiction, God. don't let it ruin your life. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Well, All right, Cosette, well, I hope that helps you. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's definitely somewhere, it's a, it's a blueprint for me at this point, so I, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Anytime, Cosette. Thank you for calling, and good luck to you, and good luck to him, too. Thank you. So I got a question for you. If you go on a few dates with somebody, and you realize they have an addiction, drug or alcohol or gambling, should you give them a chance or not? Let's talk about that next. It's a tough question, but I got to ask you this. If you go on a first few dates and you realize, or the person tells you they have an addiction, alcohol, drugs, gambling, or other things, would you and should you give them a chance? Because I think that if the person tells you that in the program, that uh, they're already in treatment and they have enough, you know, steps behind them from the 12 steps program from AA, then I think it is okay to give them a chance if you are strong enough to handle the fact that at any time, any day, it might relapse, right? We know that's part of the disease. So you've got to know this. Now, it happens that my producer, Gio, has been with the same man, and he's an addict for the last 14 years. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of that story and why it's been working so well for them. So that love story is next. Have you ever been on a first or second date and the person that you liked said to you, I'm in the program, meaning AA, Alcoholic Anonymous, or other programs? And it happened to my fabulous and wonderful producer, Jill, who 14 years ago uh, met this guy, Craig, and he doesn't drink, there's no drug, do nothing, and then he tells her the truth. I've been two years sober, and... Uh, I'm in the program. She did not freak out. She did not got worried. She reflected on it and gave a chance for true love to happen. And they've been together for 14 years. And yes, he's very committed to sobriety. I know him. I like him a lot. He's a good friend of mine too. But I've watched 
with admiration, him and also other friends of mine that I know, stay sober and, and fight the disease daily and be sponsors to others. And I respect that very much. So everybody has a downfall. Just as long as we're honest with each other, there's always a chance for love. And you know what's next? You calls and you questions, 855-905-8255. What is the number to call to dial if you have experienced love? 855-905-8255. Vanessa, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Vanessa. I know you have a sweet love story to share with us on The Rendezvous, and I want to hear it. Yes, I do. Um, so this goes back to high school. Uh, I had this uh, boy, his name is Richard, and he used to send me, I, I ended up changing high school. So we were best friends in high school, and then I ended up switching to another school, and he used to write me love letters every single day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually we lost touch because, you know, I went to college and such. And I, the other, um, like a couple weeks ago, I found the love letters because my mom saves everything. And we just, I, I ended up looking him up on Facebook and we've reconnected and we've started dating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a real thing. And I, it's just so romantic to see the, all the love letters that he sent me every day as, you know, kids. And now mm-hmm. to reconnect, and like he says, he feels like he was—he's been waiting to talk wow. to me again. So it's yeah, very—I'm excited. Valentine's Day. Uh, exactly, you know? and and I can hear in your voice the excitement. I can hear the smile when you talk. And those those things <laughs> are magic. Those things, those stories are magic when that happens. You know, I, I'm glad this is this is good. This is good, Vanessa. So thank you for for sharing that story. That and it's going to be a good Valentine's. That that I tell you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Have a have a good night and thank you for calling. You too. Thank you. I have a funny question to finish this show. What is worse in a relationship? Bad breath or bad body odor? Let's talk about that next on the rendezvous. What's your ultimate deal breaker when you start dating somebody? Bad breath or bad body odor? Right? It can happen. It can happen. You meet somebody new and bad luck. It's one or the other. So I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results of the poll. 26% of you said the worst is bad breath in a new partner. 74% of you voted bad body odor. And I think I would vote bad breath. I just, I don't. Because you can't even kiss then, so then there's nothing after that. So that that's interesting to know. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. Thank you for always voting on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Great stuff there. Thank you for listening to the show. Merci beaucoup. Bonsoir et good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.